Basimani baramdubele batla balivula khara bariteke kirikindonne kinonne tlogo malale mo sakina hala so that's what you were working on that's what you were preparing for getting you need to be on the radio <laughs> Clive, <laughs> okay, uh, gather your breath yeah. whilst I put this yeah, out uh-huh. there. Now, the Bank of Japan uh-huh. maintained its record monetary stimulus as uh, the Governor Kuroda uh, seeks to yeah. spur inflation, and uh, they announced Im- uh, plans as well to improve transparency there. Yeah, it's, it's a big challenge, Sakina, because obviously we understand where the Japanese comes from. It's not easy being the third uh, largest economy in the world, yet still you're struggling with issues of um, uh, deflation within the economy and obviously one of the biggest problems about the Japanese economy at the moment has been the issue of uh, getting to spur that inflation to get it back into the normal numbers so that the company can act, the country can actually grow significantly and, and it contributes back into the economy. What, what's happening is that you've got a, an aging uh, population in Japan and the amount of work that has been created over the last five years is still not making them uh, more competitive if you look at the surrounding countries like South Korea. So what they've tried to do is, is cut down on expenditure, which is great. But mm. one of the promises that Hiroshigo Karuda made was that he's going to make sure that the inflation starts to tick up. So the central bank will continue to expand its monetary base. Remember, it's 80 trillion yen, about 650 billion US dollars that they're putting in to make sure that they stabilize the economy. Mm. But looking at what's happening in China, Clive, uh, stocks fell there and uh, sending the benchmark index uh, towards its steepest weekly loss since 2008. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people, Sakina, are saying, uh, oh, yeah, you know, this is all have to do with the strength of the dollar and the fact that the Shanghai Composite has gone so high and, and, and so it's just uh, uh, coming back down again. Uh, all what they're trying to say in simple terms, and I know a lot of traders will agree with me, this is a correction. Uh, it's what we would call uh, 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 breaking the axis, what we would call the death axis. Uh, death axis means that it's, that it's too gra- If you look at a graph uh, uh, terminally, it should be where the point where they cross, where the highest peak meets with the lowest peak. And at that cross end, that's when you know that there's a market correction because that axis, it represents where the market is sitting at the current moment. And it dropped down by 10% to go back to where it was in February of 2008. And on that axis, you can see already uh, a decline, specifically on the Chinese market itself. So that just, that's just a correction, Sakina. I'm not surprised at all. We have said that they've, they've grown their market. That Shanghai Composite has grown by 150% over the last uh, uh, nine months. So it's no surprise at all. Mm-hmm. And um, this one's quite interesting. How automation oh. is slowly changing the future employee and career choice, artistic versus academic. And, um, you know, Martin Kremer always talks about this in the mining industry. Mm. It, 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 it's, it's interesting you say that it's only, uh, you mentioned uh, Martin talking about it in the, uh, in the um, mining industry. But, Sakina, uh, this particular report that was released by the University of the United States uh, shows a, a deeper and more concerning uh, turn of events 
in terms of automation and what it's actually doing uh, to jobs in the future. The first part is that obviously we talked about artistic uh, and being academic. So we are the, the thinking that is that going into the future, we will not meet people who are just thinking uh, as academics. We need people who are creative, people that can shift, people that can design, develop, and create. Uh, that's the kind of people that we need going forward. The question is, how do we prepare our children uh, for them to choose the right jobs in the future that they need to start thinking artistically to be able to adjust to this particular trend that is taking place? Five jobs that I've chosen to talk about today, uh, which are, are white-collar jobs that could be taken away from us by these artificial intelligence uh, if it continues to be the case indeed uh, in, in our context. We've got financial and sports reporters, uh, Janet, you should be worried. <coughs> <laughs> we could have robots. We could have robots telling us the sports results. <laughs> online marketing. So all the people that are doing online marketing are in trouble. Uh, we've got surgeons who already now they're testing some of the electronics uh, that are actually doing operations on people, uh, removing livers and all that. Uh, they're doing it already, Sakina. That's what's scary about it. The surgeons are in trouble. Lawyers, and I couldn't believe this, lawyers, it's been tested. Legal fertility has tested this. Electronically, you can convict somebody without necessarily having human intervention. That is quite scary. And then the last one, <laughs> my people, my colleagues are going to kill me. Financial analysts. The information that's been built out of financial analysis does not need a human being anymore because you can read your own report and it can electronically report that and send it to your email or to your inbox so you can read it yourself. So you don't have to listen to Clive uh, talking about Orlando Pirates being the best team in the world. So <laughs> <laughs> if only for that reason alone it's sufficient, Clive. <laughs> But anyway, that's where we sit. I'm hoping that everybody has a cool weekend. Let's say, World Cup Weekend.